Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicker I Barely Know Her, a The Last of Us HBO TV series recap podcast. Let's find more words every week to chug into that. <laughs> yeah, I think I added recap this week, I maybe. Think so, yeah. yeah. We could still get prestige television in there at some oh, point if you're the yeah. recap <laughs> on demand radio show. <laughs> My name's Ben Vanell. I am joined by a couple of boys who finally got to hear the name of our podcast in the show. Oh. Uh, Tommy Daslo over there moaning in joy. And a beautiful moment where finally the the infected were referred to as clickers mm-hmm. and the three of us all simultaneously <laughs> punched our fists into the air and said, yes! I literally involuntarily did a fist punch. Yeah. My name's Adam Knox. <laughs> uh, I think you clapped. I, there no, was, yeah. I, I pulled my fucking <laughs> I arm think I in clapped and was like, yeah. And, and said, we're on here. Yeah. <laughs> I got so Funnily excited. enough, it was like we were watching a sporting event. Yeah. Given that this yes. episode is on early because of the uh, prestigious Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. Um, a beautiful day in Melbourne where we get to close the <laughs> yeah. blinds and sit and watch this show. The fifth episode called Endure and Survive. That would make sense. I f- mm. One of them's called that, Super I'm fairly Sam. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes Big Boy Bloater. <laughs> um, and I liked this one a lot. I think it's probably... In my top two next to the Bill and Frank episode mm, so wow. far. Yeah, overall. Same. I same. really enjoyed it. I, I was not as hot on it. And I was I was certain that you guys were going to be like, oh, yeah, it was good, but it wasn't as good as the rest of them because uh, that was my opinion in my head. <laughs> uh, I was certain that you were all going <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm a little surprised that, yeah, like you, you guys uh, particularly liked it, but... We'll go through it and we'll find out why we, we all feel that way. It just felt like it had the biggest kind of like spread of different things so far for me. And like okay. a nice mixture. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like some interesting backstory, some cool characters, some nice development of them, some setting and world exposition-y stuff, a cool, nice bit of action mm. other than like one aspect that we'll talk about later okay. that bothered me. Um, and I'll, and I'll, but like, yeah, over, it's so weird doing this straight after it airs as well, because we always come into this with just us and like no real idea of what the temperature is. No social media responses, no, uh, think pieces that we have learned that we should feel angry about in (laughs) retrospect. Um, yeah, we're literally just watched it, uh, had a five minute break and we're recording now. Um, uh, what else did I want to say? Oh, we got featured in the newspaper this week. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) The Australian, uh. The Australian fake news media. <laughs> yes. Honestly, like, well, yeah. <laughs> the vibe of 
It was like a little corner thing. And which paper was it? The I, Daily Telegraph. The I Daily believe. Telegraph. <laughs> and uh, I think that's one of the bad ones, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. it's a Murdoch, isn't it? Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. And but like at the very funny, like a vibe of like an elderly parent printing you out <laughs> driving directions. Yes. And giving them to you, like. The, the top 10 podcast charts, <laughs> now out of date as of time of printing. Yeah. yeah. Like a PDF of them stuck in the bottom corner of the paper. Mm. Really funny. But thank you to everyone for listening is, is yeah. the, the larger point. Um, it's nice and to thank have you, you here. To our, um, thank you to the creator and host of the show, <laughs> Ben Vernal. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up is that A... They just took the author from like the back end of the podcast. Right. I don't know. That's what it's listed as on the thing. You've put it up somehow as just you. Because <laughs> hey, well, you're a busy Juno. You don't have time to just actually listen to the episode or look at the title of the show yeah. and learn that there's three people that do it. Yeah. You're just pulling out well, the like the, authored all the, thing. All the other ones, yeah, aren't the host. It is how it like shows up on Apple Podcasts. Like it's if like they're the, a network, it'll be yeah, yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, sure. So our network is Ben Vernal. <laughs> yes. Because we've chucked that. A from my name in there and the A from Dasselo in yeah, there. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Combines yeah. us all. Yeah. Maybe that should be it. Our new thing going forward is Vernal Industries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, when I set it up, the back end of Acast, which we use, has like owner and author and mm. and, a, and I just put all Ben Vernal in because we also didn't have our own email yet. It was mm. before we'd started the show. And so, yeah, it just it's like owned by me. Yeah. Um, so, well, but this is the beautiful thing I, about it. I got it. karma. I got karma for it. Yeah. For putting my own, my one yeah. only name there. Well, this is the beautiful thing about it. It's like not only have they just lazily pulled that out, they've then also gotten it wrong. Yeah. So it's like you were going to change it anyway. Why not change it to all three of us? <laughs> but also <laughs> correct pr- pr- correct uh, punctuation and clicker. I barely yeah, know. That's anyway. true. We, yeah, we, with a clicker showed up this time. Our yeah. name makes sense. And yeah, thanks to everyone who's listening and putting in and listening stuff. That's nice. Yeah, um, including people who write in. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, got a few few lighthearted ones here. James uh, clicker, wrote in. But clicker I barely know are at gmail.com, by the way, mm, is where they right. sent these to. No A's in that, except for Gmail. <laughs> um. <laughs> and barely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe you did just spell it wrong. <laughs> it's possible. I was rushing it. I'll tell you that much for sure. Uh, James wrote in from Kansas City itself. Okay. Now, which one? Uh, so, James uh, specifies he is from Kansas City, Missouri. All the uh, interesting stuff, according to him, is on the Missouri side. It is it is one city that bo- uh, that spans two uh, states. Oh, so Kansas City is in Missouri and Kansas. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Can- okay. okay. Missouri and Kansas are states. Yeah. So we're thinking Albury with Donga here. Exactly. Or border town. Mm. The border of Victoria okay. and South Australia. Um, but yeah, Chief Stadium is uh, is seen in the show. Uh, the Kansas side apparently shit and boring. Um, and yeah, he confirms uh, all of the shots you see in the show have no additional CGI added for effect. The city is, in fact, run down and covered in vegetation. Raiders roam the streets. And all that's left, of course, is our functional Starbucks. Okay. okay. Um, so, right. yes, thank you, James, for clarifying that information. Now, that sounds like the kind of factual information that would be published in the Daily Telegraph <laughs> <laughs> under the headline of, this is real news. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is not us standing starting this Kansas City beef here. No. We have no official position. Position on no. Kansas City. I don't think we even mentioned anything about Kansas in the last episode, and then right. we all of a sudden got a bunch of emails going like, "In defense of Kansas, <laughs> right? We, I, yeah, I don't we know. We just pointed out that the city was Kansas City. They right? said a bunch of times they were going to Kansas City. They yeah. said in this, and it was interesting to. Well, we'll talk about it when we get. And to hey, the by the end of this episode. 
they're not in Kansas anymore. Whoa. <laughs> ah, now we should clarify. This episode uh, of the podcast will cover all of the events of the TV show The Last of Us up until the end of episode four, uh, five, five, sorry. Yeah. Yep. Endure and Survive is the correct uh, title. Uh, we won't spoil the games uh, or any extra content for the first 90% of the show. Yep. And then we'll go into a sealed section where we will cover every thing from the games, the DLC, and shit we've read online, probably. In a, in a clearly earmarked... A demarcated... S- yeah. Quarantine, a quarantine zone. zone. I a don't border. know why we haven't been calling that from the start. <laughs> There's a border going right through the middle of this podcast. Yes. Yeah. One side is shit and boring, and we leave that till after we've done <laughs> yeah. the TV show. But, but so, yeah, if yes. you're just a TV show watcher, you're safe to listen to this. That's yeah. right. And honestly, you're not missing anything by... Missing out on the sealed section. It's basically us just going like, this is better graphics than the video game. <laughs> this looks more realistic in this bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, My controller stopped working halfway through the episode. <laughs> Nox, you've got uh, an email you wanted to read? Yeah, so uh, partic- about Melanie Linsky's character here of Kathleen. This is mm-hmm. from Jennifer. Uh, I'll read a part of the email. Now, I love Melanie Linsky, so perhaps I'm a bit biased, uh, but I am not wrong. Haha. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that we've ever seen a character like Kathleen before. Everyone is all wise and she likes Sarah Connor slash Linda, Ham- Linda Hamilton. I assume that that's a very Twitter take that has happened during the week or something. Okay. Right. Uh, and I'm so relieved. More, more traditionally masculine female character, Action woman Action, type right. of. Yes. Yeah. And I'm so relieved that she's not. We've had that badass warrior chick dozens of times now. I love this soft-spoken, intelligent-ass bitch being in charge of shit. Because, let's be honest, brutality is not a very effective or believable leadership trait. And I agree, basically, with Jennifer's thing here. If I loved this character that they have made up for the show and introduced here... um, of Kathleen like reminds me so much of people from current world who I have met who like I can see the transition of the person in middle management here who acts like this into this military role which we then get a little bit more expansion on why she's in there yeah uh, because a man was in charge and then he died (laughs) (laughs) so she did a better job (laughs) so the showrunners have talked about this about how the casting of her was to Sort of, yeah, n- like not have that type of that, mm. yeah, shredded action hero lady mm. having someone like this, which just you just see it kind of registers so much more of like this is what a person like this gets pushed to in this world. And she okay. yeah, exactly, she's not exceptional, mm. and like suddenly this person who uh, is like this big barbarian like Mm -hmm. is now in the world where they can thrive regular person who is like making sacrifices to her own um sense of morality and stuff probably like she has a little bit of seeming to uh find it quite easy to be this cold but also i think she's deliberately switching off that part or like is be able to justify it to herself based on what you did at first yeah we see in this episode so i really liked the realism of of that character in particular in terms of like being a, a real world, the mo- the person I can most see other people I have interacted with in my life sure. in. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting to see in this episode too, not to jump ahead, but we actually got the context for how long she has been in this role for yep, because yep. in the last episode it's left a little bit unclear. Right. It seems recent-ish, but it's hard. it was hard to know whether it had been few months, few yeah. days, few weeks, few years. 
Yeah. Few decades. A couple of fortnights, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Three yeah. minutes. Biannual. Three minutes. <laughs> yeah. Has she been doing it for one year and then took a year off? Oh, and... yeah, yeah. This yeah. could have just literally happened the second before Joel and Ellie turned up. Yeah. We yeah. didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Now um, we do. Now we do. <laughs> Full stop. <laughs> Clicker, I barely know her. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Well, should we get it? Thank you, everyone, for emailing. And we read all the emails and, you know, yes. try not to spend too much time reading them, but we do read them all um, read we, them on the show, I mean. Yeah, there's a few more that we'll probably read in the quarantine zone. Yes. Uh, some interesting uh, questions for us, uh, given that we know sort of uh, the lay of the land. But well, there was uh, one that pointed out because uh, we talked about how originally there was a brief moment where we were going to call the show The Secret Last of Us. Yes. In reference to the Australian drama uh, the Secret Life of Us. Yes. And this person pointing out that that actually would have been perfect because Anna Torv, who played Tess in the show, yep. was in The Secret Life of Us. Yeah. I had no idea about that, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Nikki, for sending that in. Um, oh, she also says that season was in 2004. So actually she never would have been because the world ended <laughs> okay. in 2003. Actually, so. yeah, we did know that and that's why we went with Clicker. I yeah, barely know because yeah, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. have made sense. Um, thank you, Nikki, for pointing that out. That was very funny. Clicker, I barely know at gmail.com. Uh, so yeah, episode five, Endure and Survive. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, an opening with, so no cold open again this week. Yep. And straight after the theme into like... The moments of the revolution kind of happening here, which mm. we have seen, like you said before, like we kind of know that something's taken place here. Mm. Fedra's been usurped yes. by this revolutionary group, and we see that happening here in a very violent, a very, mm. um, you know, toppling a, a dictator looking sort of a way. Yes. But like they are brutally. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, they're uh, they're pushing uh, pretty hard in the opposite direction. They're they're like shooting people in the streets and yeah. all of that sort of stuff. Hanging people. There's the, a so guy the guy with there's knives in him being dragged yeah, by, which fucked. is one of the most rough things I've ever seen in a yeah. scene like this. The guy they're stringing up. <laughs> like as they're hoisting him so high, yeah, he's already so high he's for like a hanging. Three human lengths off the ground, and there's a guy on the ground yelling higher. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Which. You're> late. <laughs> <laughs> what about this? <laughs> yeah, I this the very beginnings of this opening scene. Uh, I kind of thought maybe we had gone way, way, way back just because of like the number of people that were in the streets. So densely right. populated right. that I thought this doesn't, this didn't read to me as like we're 20 years into this, in, just in terms of the, the number of population sure. that's there. You know, I kind of thought maybe this is like early, early days. Maybe this happened after like, you know, a couple of weeks of mm-hmm. Fedra being in, in power. But we, no. we, yeah, no, we find out more of the backstory throughout this episode that like, and it's a similar number, you know, it's obviously hard with a TV show to show every member of a city all at once to be like, here's at the population. Yeah. yeah. So we, we're getting, it looks equivalent to back in Boston? the original city in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, we get more of that backstory as we go through. But first, we get Kathleen in the midst of this walking into like a prison cell where mm-hmm. there's a bunch of people all sitting on the ground that she, uh, they, they like were a little so, primary school class. It really is. And that's the vibe that she has. <laughs> right. Kathleen is yeah, like this yeah. real, like Dolores Umbridge kind of fucking just, I, I have had 
rosters made by this woman at old jobs <laughs> and she will not listen to your preferences. No, no. I don't care that you do gigs at night. Okay. It's, You're it's working till 7.30. Knowing what happens to this character at the end of this ep, I think I'm starting to see why this is your favourite episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, she's got this group of people and kind of tells them like, not so fun anymore, is it? Mm. Now that you're the ones who... so Like, it was great when Fedra were here and you were telling them, hey, go get this person, go get this person, but now we're in charge and now you're fucked. So for these- what? For alcohol? Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd flip for a cold one, for yes. sure. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. That's yeah. why I'm looking for apples and the doctor's a fucking rat. Yeah. So I'm not going anywhere near him. You killed him earlier. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> the, it's this group of, like, Fedra informants as the, the tables of turned mm-hmm. here um she's mainly asking them where's henry yeah same as sort of last week they henry is right in the middle of of their sights yeah he's chief rat as he far as she's rat. concerned the king rat mm. not a rat king not no. a rat king no. that's heaps of rats completely different scenario just one big rat one solo rat yeah well, not so solo he's got a little friend yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who he we can- find out is his brother yeah yeah so uh, yeah, she's telling them they're fucked, and like the, the the tone that she has with this of like, it's a second regime is taking place now. Under- like totally. she's not even 100%. like they've got all the we the people stuff sprayed on their their trucks or whatever. But yeah. she's like, hey, no one has to die. I'm this is this is different. Mm. I'm not. You know, I'm I'm one of the. You know, you guys were having this. Yeah, this oppressive regime. I'm better than that. And then literally a minute later, she's like, yeah, kill them all. Yeah. And like, you'll all get a trial, of which you'll be found guilty because you're guilty. Yeah. Mm. You know, like, she's... Very sarcastic. <laughs> Not really the time for it, I would no. have thought. The no. lowest form of wit. Really? <laughs> you're going to do this now yeah. in okay. these conditions? You might it's be executing <laughs> me, but <laughs> who really is coming off worse? You know, I'm a rat, but I'm not a sarcastic I rat. would get so mad if someone said to me, the lowest form of wit, really? You're like, cunt, you're doing it. What are you talking about? Um, and yeah, at the same time, and we found, find out like from a subtitle in a minute that this was 10 or 11 days ago. Yes. yes. Um, Sam and Henry are... Walking around the city in the dark, hiding, trying mm. to escape from this. Um, Sam is, yeah, his little brother. Sam is deaf. Yes, they're yes. communicating to, and I think this episode does a great job during this like sort of flashback where we see them meet the doctor, gives them the apartment thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see them beautiful loft apartment as well. <laughs> I'd gladly and may have to live in one soon. Yeah, yeah. these days that's going for five, six hundred a week. Yeah, they're only up there because they know this old man, so they're a couple of nepo babies. That's the only <laughs> reason they get this opportunity. Um, Must be nice. <laughs> they. Uh, I, I thought it did a really good job, especially later on when like they sort of venture out of the apartment. Mm-hmm. They stay there for they've got food for ten or eleven days, and then they're going to have to move, and mm-hmm. that's what happens. Like they're hoping the doctor will bring some food back, but he doesn't come back. No, we know why. Yes, um, and Henry, good brother, like trying to calm Sam down. Yeah, trying to show him he's not scared. Trying like letting him distract himself with decorating the place. And, yep. Um, really similar to Joel. Mm. With uh, how you would have imagined he would have helped Sarah if this had happened, but how he tried to help Sarah initially. Totally, Like, really putting Sam's interests. That's why Henry's doing this. Yeah. 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 Cute moment where he paints a little little mask The Super Sam mask. Yeah. Yeah, He's like, who are you? You're Super Sam. You know, we'll be right. And he, like, doesn't have a mirror handy, so he has to show him his handiwork. 
in the reflection Very of a switchblade. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not going to say I don't like it if someone's showing you the back of your hair after a haircut <laughs> with the knife. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly like what I described. Mm-hmm. You didn't back just give me hair. a short back and sides because I'm a man who sat down in this. Yeah, great. Good job. Seeing the back of your head in the reflection of a knife reflected in a knife that's in front of you. <laughs> yeah, one's a cleaver, one's, a, you know, a bit of a... Um, but yeah, again, a very uh, overtly underscoring like, oh yeah, we're in the end of the world. We're yeah. using knives as mirrors here. And again, for out of five episodes, there's been a lot of, hey, kids are going to die. Yeah. Mm. You know, like they were, they're not shying yeah. away from something that like, especially in the world of video games, which this is being adapted from, oh. like often games will literally not feature kids yeah, yep. yeah. or will actively not let you kill kids in the type of game where you can shoot other people. Yep. If there are kids in that game, you just can't. Mm-hmm. And I disagree, <laughs> but like freedom but- of shooting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like. It's obviously one of the most horrific things that human beings can imagine, and yeah, they're yeah. Uh, you know allowing it to happen on this show. But um, but this is yeah, this really cute moment. He's got his uh, Henry's got his big bag of crayons that he's carrying around yep. uh, for Sam to yeah have a distraction and keep himself amused. And like, there's a like a long run here of you know it felt like nearly ten minutes that is silent. It's basically yes. wordless. That's just them communicating through sign language yeah. and lots of subtitle stuff, which was so effective, I thought. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. great and really enjoyed, because uh, this is a change from the game, it's not a spoiler to say, but I, I liked it especially because in a minute here when they leave and they end up seeing Joel and Ellie through the window yes. having their, you know, battle that they have when they they're first cool arrive in the town. Yeah. They're fucking sick. Oh, I love Shoot that out. shit. It does a great job of showing how fucking scary it would be for Sam to be deaf in this world, right. to, to to lose a sense when you're trying to survive. Yep. Like it, you know, there's a car that drives past, and Sam's like, "Is it shooting? What's happening?" Mm. Like, I I really liked the way they did that in this. Yeah. I also loved that moment of like when we saw that shootout in the last episode. It was like edited very snappily, and you know, there's like tense music playing. It was quite cinematic, mm-hmm. and then in this episode, we see them seeing it. And it's just very static. It's just yeah. like it's played a lot more for like, you know, it's just like the realism of it of like totally. a guy's there, a guy gets up and walks over, he gets popped in the head. Like it's, it's almost like uh, CCTV footage. Yeah. You see love like a real life thing of like someone walks into, you know, a uh, convenience store and, you know, right. pulls out a gun. It's like, oh, yeah, fuck, that's terrifying just to see that. And the perspective of you're not watching it from over the shoulder of like the hero, the guy that you're following through the show. Right. Mm. You're seeing it just... Stark, mm-hmm. these two people who are hunting you, who are hunting Henry and Sam, you're seeing them get popped in the head. He has no context for what's going on yeah. and who these guys are. It's, I mean, you know, in his head, I assume he's thinking that any of me of my enemy is my friend. Right, so right. that's what gets his. But still, it's like just that starkness of, of seeing that scene played out from a different uh, perspective yeah. this week, I thought was great. Seeing it from that other perspective, too, really underscores what a charismatic, handsome man, Pedro Pascal is. Because <laughs> yeah, sure. like the bit where like you sort of see him stand up and see that it's Joel. Yeah. 
a, a little like, flutter. Oh, yeah. I'm drawn to that yeah, guy. Yeah. Oh, I gotta follow him and get <laughs> yeah. his autograph. Oh, Henry's like new plan. I gotta get to know that yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Stam, but we're staying and building a life here with this man. And I called you Stam. <laughs> I called you Stam because I'm over the moon. I'm Stammer in about Later, this guy. And you, also, you couldn't hear me. That's fine. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, my fingers yeah. worked fine. Yeah. Later, when he refers to Ellie as Joel's daughter, yes. and they both go, "That's not my dad." It's like, well. But you are daddy, so... <laughs> sure. I think we've said that Joel's daddy every, every episode, episode so yeah. far. Yeah, and I don't yeah. intend to stop. And we'll continue no. to, yeah. yeah. Until he gets Until the granddaddy. That's, well, I guess so. Until Pedro Pascal stops being daddy. <laughs> My friend, that's not happening anytime Yeah, one million so. episodes. Of, so they make this <laughs> this change to their plan to follow... To seek them out. Yeah. Joel and Ellie, which I liked it. Like I, I did think at the end of the last episode that Joel and Ellie had just sort of stumbled upon... Sam and Henry's new hiding place. Right. Yes, me but too. They've yeah. been following them. It shows us like the exact same shots as the last episode of like mm-hmm. the outside of the building going and them the going stairs. up or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They kind of avoid the glass and da da da. And we come back to the ending of the last episode with the guns pointed at Joel and Ellie. Which we now know are empty. <laughs> we we know that they were not loaded because yep. they'd run out of bullets earlier. This is uh yeah, this is this is Henry. Trying something that he is not very confident at doing. Because yeah. he almost immediately is like, okay, now what the fuck am I supposed to do? Yeah, I don't know I, what the next step is here, yeah. but I'm guessing it's we put our guns down and, and hope you guys that- don't hurt us too. <laughs> yeah. And Joel is like, yeah. And I love this bit of the back and forth of Ellie being like, he sounds like he's fucking threatening you, <laughs> but he's just a dick. He has an asshole voice. That's right, yeah. Isn't that right, Joel? He goes... Yeah. <laughs> well, he said, no, she's yeah. like, tell them everything's fine. And, yeah. and he goes, it's it's all great. It's, everything's great. Everything's great. <laughs> I also, I think we commented on this at the last, at the end of the last episode. Mm. Um, the Just very funny to me that, you know, Henry and Sam, there's two of them. There's two of Ellie and Joel. And Henry decides that he's going to take the young girl. Oh, yes. And gives yeah. the full grown adult to his child brother honestly yeah. like from a tactical perspective i think if i saw the situation of old man and kid i would make the same choice because that old man is less likely to kill a kid sure. than to kill me but but he's more likely to easily overpower the kid yeah so yeah this, that's the that's your sophie's choice i guess in this world you have to assume after 20 years most of the people that you're coming across are like I don't give a fuck. I'll kill a kid. Right. Like, yeah, that's probably yeah. gone out the window. That's I enjoy a killing thought. kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's my hobby. They're easier. They're There's no grown-ups. video games. There's no, like, oh, TV yeah. to watch. What? Okay. A- Man's got to have a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> so we. Hey, there are a few worse ones that you could have. 100%. And that's what Fedra were doing here, apparently. So, yeah, yeah earlier on, we. Or I guess during this, this sort of bit where we, we see um, Joel and Ellie and Sam and Henry all start to interact, who I really like. Their chemistry all mm. here. This four-way dynamic was great. Yeah. The yeah. actors playing Henry and Sam are great. Yeah, just I loved Sam specifically. I thought it was really, right. really good. I liked Henry specifically too. Yeah, like right. Just both really immediately likable, mm-hmm. um, but also like that that same thing that Ellie has too. Of like, you can tell there's stuff they're not saying behind their eyes and sure. whatever. Sure. And I'm I enjoy the unraveling of that over a quicker period here with this episode. Yeah, like, mm. I really liked Henry's performance where he's you're seeing him with Sam in this little prologue before they meet Ellie and Joel and you get this like really sweet sense of him and then he later on he's describing, he's talking about like why he did the things that he did 
in collaborating with Fedra and you, you know, again, you kind of like get it. He's very like empathetic character. But then nearly the whole rest of the time, it's like, this guy's a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> this guy's a real dick. Yeah, yes. Like I, he has the, his moment in the shootout later on that we'll get to. But like, I really liked these waves with this with this performance that he's giving of like being really like in and out of whether mm. I liked him or not. Because just even like the way them, he's honestly. talking to Joel is like, He's coming in and he's trying to sort of swing his dick around when, like, by his own admission, right. he knows how to get out and that's it. Right. And, like, I don't know. It's a similar thing to with Bill and Frank where they're lucky they came across people who are some of the good ones. Yeah. Henry and yep. Sam are, like, because they immediately are sharing food with them and they're like, we know you probably don't have much of this, so this actually does mean a lot. Thank you. And, like, mm. Ellie in particular is, like, really... Trying to gel the whole group yeah. together. Yeah, actively. yeah, yeah. Doesn't I think Henry says, "Where'd you get this from?" And she goes, "Bill and Frank." Talk about main character syndrome. <laughs> she I says, mean, "Which lucky for her, she literally is." Yeah. So I'll let it slide. <laughs> yeah, she says, "Bill, he's dead." Yeah. But it's also yeah. like, <laughs> what is that? Some kind of restaurant? <laughs> Bill, he's dead. Sounds delicious. Because we've got Starbucks's open here yeah. still. Because if we mention Starbucks, it wouldn't be because 20 years, it, their sign is still up, we know about Starbucks. It's because they're still active. No, they're still functioning. I'm they're sticking still by functioning it. cafes. I'm sticking by it. With, and people are still like, oh, the coffee here really is not good. <laughs> Honestly, and the pies, they're just frozen. Oh, this new world is just clickers and Starbuckses everywhere. I bought a Nora Jones CD from the counter. I've got no way of playing it. <laughs> so... Uh, Henry kind of figures like, so you're in this tower to look for a way out, right? I know one, like you said. Mm-hmm. The morning they go up and he sort of shows them this plan and convinces Joel like, listen, get me out of here. I, I'll work with you to show you the way. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, I can yeah. get you out, but I'm baby. I'm exactly. going to need you to do the hard work. I yeah. need you here because you look like you can handle yourself because of those people I saw you murder from a distance. Yeah, <laughs> and then I immediately got way, hard. Yeah, <laughs> that was so cool, by that the was way. Really yeah. sick, you were dude. like, how did you do that? Do you like train? Are you in the army or something? Are you really army man? Watching dude. that through the window because I was standing on a chair watching through a window above a door. But it excited me enough seeing you do that that I fell off the chair because it pushed too hard against the door <laughs> and knocked me back. But yeah, so he tells him about like, look, the reason they're after me is because I'm a rat. Yes, mm-hmm. I, get, I'm an informer. They he took says, over Were you from Fedra. Fedra? And he goes, "No, I'm worse. I was a collaborator." Yeah, which yeah. I love. That's of course there would be, of of course they would come up. There would be a term. Yeah, that's you know, and well, Joel, that's a term from World War Two. Mm. You know, it's uh, it is the worst thing you can be. And Joel had already heard stories about Kansas City Fedra in particular yes, too. Was that was important. interesting. So, like, yeah, they've gone through twenty years of being under an even more harsh fascist regime than the one we saw in uh, in Boston. Because yeah. Kansas City mob is from Fargo. Yes, is how I know about them mm-hmm. from over here, and they are notoriously brutal. <laughs> yes. Um. And it seems as though those elements, you know, became Fedra's elements, became Fedra's attitude. And it gives you some explanation as to why this group rose up too, because they described like what a horrific fucking time it was under Fedra here. And I really liked the way they didn't like try to go like, so who are the real good guys? But they Mm. were like, there's explanations for why everyone's doing all of this. It's not like it, it means Kathleen isn't the mob. Yeah. Trying to overrule, uh, usurp like the establishment. Yeah, yeah. The establishment was more corrupt even than the Nazis 
yeah. that they see Fedra as in the rest of the country. Mm. You know, is yeah. it I like where this he bit. says, uh, "If you do this stuff to people, turns out they just turn around and do the same stuff to you." I mm. think so. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I, 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 I liked the. And this show is good at doing this in general, but the way that it's able to go back over the paint with more of a grey shade mm. is effective. I yeah. like it. it. It it works for me. So they have this plan that they're going to get to a certain part. There's some tunnels under Kansas yeah. City. Soonish after the outbreak, Fedra was able to drive the infected down underground. Mm-hmm. But at this point, they're all dead down there. So, yeah, well, according to one Fedra guy, yeah, it was like, oh yeah, they went back a, like few years ago and three cleaned them all ago, out. Three years ago, and they're all gone. Yeah. There might be one or two down there. Yeah, turns out there aren't in the tunnels. Yeah, but they've got pushed somewhere else. At least in the specific bit they go through. But yeah, Sam kind of says, so of course that's why you're here. You're the muscle for in case we do run into any, because I do doubt the story I've been told clearly. Right. Or I wouldn't think I needed you. Um. But they don't really have a better plan, and then there's like a place that they can get to over a bridge and through a river. And yeah, whatever. yeah, they basically have a way clear of the city and and the uh, the revolutionaries. It, it, the plan fucking works. It's a flawless plan. They Blow immediately pull the plan off with no issues. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> Twenty Which, minute episode, beautiful. It's nice to see because you know that like. Um, movie rule that if they're doing the plan while they're describing it in like a heist movie yeah that means the plan will be successful ah uh, yes and yep. if they describe the plan first yeah and then they do it that means it's gonna go wrong yep yep a nice breaking of expectations yeah. <laughs> describe the plan and then spend just as long doing the plan and nothing <laughs> no goes surprises yep. no interesting uh plan accomplished. The so they're under the city they uh they, yeah, they find this little underground kindergarten thing. I love this yeah. bit of world building that uh, early days, first you know, f- first few days, weeks or whatever of the outbreak, people went underground. They set up little communities. You see like a list of rules on the mm-hmm. wall about... Um, don't make too know, much noise. Don't, yeah, don't sure. know, lock after behind you, sing happy birthday while you wash your hands right. and things of that nature. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, make sure you bring her home before 11. It's either the COVID rules or eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. Whatever you do to her, I'll do to you. <laughs> And on the eighth day, you have to fight. Yeah. Number yeah. 12, have fun. Just have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And covet, do not covet thy neighbour. Um, but yeah, so they, they take a rest at this bit to wait for the daylight to go so that they can sneak around more easily once they get out at night yep. time. Yep. yep. Um, and have an opportunity for a little bit more bonding with everybody here. Ellie and Sam are playing. Yeah, yes. getting along. Comic books that they both collect, which is a, a disgusting hobby for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> Which graphic novel did you learn that from? <laughs> hey, at least they're not playing video games, right? Uh, and they're like playing soccer against the wall. They yeah. like the same comic book, and uh, they're they're getting a lot. Like it's it's cool seeing. There's like a mix with Ellie doing it, where you can tell that she also has this instinct to be. Um, Caring for yes. people and supportive. Yeah, and totally. Like, she's been the thing that allowed them to not have a fight. If it had just been Joel getting a gun pulled on him by Henry and Sam, right. it's much They'd less likely <laughs> that he'd have diffused the situation. 100%. Yes. Yeah, well, there's yeah. also like a nice softening too where like last episode was the first time we sort of saw Ellie being a little kid yeah. with the joke book and then even more mm-hmm. so here. She's like playing with another kid. And also Joel, like him taking so long to kind of come around to the idea of helping out Ellie and that having softened him and the the stuff with Bill and Frank having softened him too 
Whereas with these guys, even though he doesn't have much of a choice, he just does come around a lot quicker. Like yeah. he's changed into this like, yeah, okay, this is just what has to happen. I'm I'm meeting more and more people along the way that I can trust. Like he is a bit more like he's starting to kind of drop his guard a little bit. Because it's up at first and then, yeah, like back in the, the sort of um, tower, like, yeah, Ellie's showing Sam the joke book. Down here, they're mm. doing the comic book stuff. And yep. I think Joel having that sort of more like softening to Ellie because she's like trying to be a fun, engaging, personable person. Mm. And then him seeing them through her eyes a little bit because he now has a bit more attachment to her as a person rather than Cargo. Yeah, it helps. And him learning through Bill and Frank that there, you know, that there can still be joy in this world. And seeing Ellie reflect that by like laughing and playing and stuff where yeah. he hasn't seemed to have let any of that in for 20 years. Like he won't even let himself say that he had a girlfriend at any one yeah, point. Yeah. So like him starting to... Because he's too cool, to- man. He's a bachelor. He's got, <laughs> he's got girls all over town. He doesn't want to be locked down. <laughs> I've got girls in every port that I can't get to because of this. So <laughs> yeah. let's live together. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy on Friday night listening to Depeche Mode as long as <laughs> Bill and Frank choose to put it on at that specific time. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the bit that I didn't love. Not the... I think it's... Uh, probably progressing a little too quickly. Um, it's not very subtle. But more than that, I think I didn't like the writing, the dialogue of Joel so much this week. It felt a little n- not like his character from like the previous weeks. Like okay. he's he's doing a couple of quips, which I felt were very um, tonally anachronistic. Okay, I felt that he turned a bit into like uh, yeah. Quip, quippy, like not heaps, but they're, mm. when they're the hanging out, face. yeah, a little bit quippy McQuip face. <laughs> if that's what you're voting for, I guess I have to call him that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't pick up that same thing at all. He right. seemed the same to me because um, he was like that with Sarah initially. Like that's his first character that has been somewhat deadened over the years. But then mm-hmm. he's still even like that a little bit with the fucking guy he's selling drugs back in the QZ and. You know, like, I think he's, it, it turns into an acerbic wit at times, <laughs> but it's not like, I didn't pick up on him, like, cracking out of place jokes or anything right. this episode at all. Because, um, yeah, him and Sam are sitting in the corner too, having uh, a bit more of a, dis- like, Sam kind of admits, like... Henry. Sam can't talk. Oh, sorry, Henry, yeah. Um, he He's sitting with Henry and talking about, Henry brings up, when I told you back in the tower that I hadn't killed anyone. Mm-hmm technically true but also indirectly kind of a lie because the the rat thing that i did was rat out the uh leader of the resistance anyway mm. he was a man i would have followed into hell anyway mm. and uh ratted him out uh he's uh kathleen's brother yep mm-hmm. ratted him out to fedra for some magical leukemia medicine right yes. now what is this <laughs> I, was, I was thinking as well yeah like this is oh three or like it like, I guess sometime between 03 and 2023. Right. But 03, end of medical development. Sure. Yeah. It's like, how are you getting like a four-year-old kid or whatever yeah. cured of cancer? What is, what is this medicine? Yeah, that, They're not- that stuck out to me too. I was like, yeah. I mean, and surely they've... They've done... You know, that's not, that's not the kind of goof that they're going to let through the net. But it, right. that did... 
Yeah, that did stick out to me. To yeah. be fair, the net in this episode is just a wall with the word goal written on it. So maybe. <laughs> but right, like, you think uh, you think Mazin and Druckmann just smash into it Wiley Coyote style? I don't know what. I don't know enough about leukemia, thankfully, to be too across that sort of it's thing. It's one of the ones that is like. I know it's bad. Yeah. I'm not like so he got over it. <laughs> it's not like it's 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 the bone one. So you it's usually well because uh, terminal. I mean, I had something that's very similar to it. Yes, and my dad always tells me if I could have just fucking ratted someone out to the cops <laughs> and had them decapitated to get a magic pill for you boy I would have done yeah. it in a heartbeat he's yeah. always saying that to me yeah it's the start of every phone call I have with him <laughs> he, so just to be, remind ha- you having been sick and gone through that arduous process more or less around the period of 2003 yeah, shit. This, <laughs> this stuck out to me of like yeah it must be nice I suppose <laughs> I didn't take yeah. it as magic pill that like magically cured him that it was just but like, even so even if it's medicine it's like so he you sacrificed you know the leader of the resistance for like two years of chemotherapy and you know it's like it doesn't yeah. it, it, didn't it also seem doesn't I mean that, me. that's kind of what I thought was cool about the Bill and Frank episode where they don't really say what he has. It's a degenerative thing yep. because how would they know? Like yeah, even when yeah. he's like, oh, we could go and get some medicine. It's like, yeah, I mean, there would still be people with medical training left. But in terms of and like. And there's a doctor who they, I suppose that's how they know that doctor so well. Sure. Yeah, for him yeah. to give him the, the apartment. Yes. But in terms of the kinds of tests that you need to do to actually work out definitively. Yeah. This person has leukemia. I don't know how they would have even found that out. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, it may be just for this reason would have been better to go like he was sick, really T- sick. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if like, you know, you can make your own mental thing of like, well, they said it was leukemia, but they didn't really know or right, whatever sure. in in world. I didn't pick up on it as being a thing. I was just like, okay, he was sick and he got medicine. Right. This, I, I mean, also this could have still happened quite recently and like maybe he's not fully out of the woods yet. As You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I he's had the medicine kind of and he's like, as far as he knows, he probably is still a bit sick. Because he's only eight. Yeah. So. Uh, and I guess the guy has only recently been executed, right? Exactly. It seems like. Yeah. 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 So... I, I, I did also take the leukemia to be an ongoing concern. Yeah. yeah. Personally. It's, maybe it's like, I mean, was this, was them executing her brother like really the catalyst for this all kicking off? Right. So this could have happened like literally two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like it would have had to have been relatively recent because, yeah, yeah we find out that, well, A, that uh, Henry liked this guy. Yeah, he, yeah. He like thought he was a great man and he like followed him because you know to be an informer i guess you've got to be inside of the yeah resistance and speaks with joel about it in terms of like i hope that lets you understand a bit more about me and i can tell that you probably get it because i know you very quickly at the both at both at the same time earlier said you were not related mm-hmm. yep because like when they go into the tunnels he's quickly just like Oh, your dad's fucking grumpy or whatever. Yeah. Your dad's a little pessimistic and they at the same time go, he's not my dad, she's not my daughter. Yeah. I'm not yep. her dad, whatever. Yep. Um, <laughs> but also, yes, he is. But I am really daddy. Grumpy. I'm daddy, yes. <laughs> but uh, he says, like, I can tell that you must have been a father, though, at yeah. some point, even if you're not hers. Some of this stuff, I think it was all of these conversations that were very bald-facedly, like... This is exposition time. Like, they didn't really try and dress it up or do it in an elegant way. I think that's what struck me a lot. Right. Was just like, 
There's been a lot of conversations in this episode. Mm. Just static, empty rooms. Well, you know, just sitting in rooms being like, here is my backstory and here is my motivation. You're right. Especially when last episode we remarked on that the way we meet Kathleen is her interrogating the doctor and we're getting so much information organically. Yes. And then the problem with kind of like stepping back and going a bit back a bit further in this episode is like... Well, yeah, it's now it's fleshing it out. Right. But it's doing it in a way where it is just like, here it all is. Well, I got to tell you about it. Um, yep. all, and except, you know, the stuff that was all dialogue-less, that was, that was just sign language, was also, again, like, great. You know, it was cool. Mm. It was well done, well acted. Well, And that was a lot of, like, uh, them addressing th- their current situation. Like, right. they were talking about, hey, don't be scared. And he was, like, trying to distract him. So it was, like, less of... I see what you're but saying. It was more... With this. Uh, that was, like, character-building stuff. Whereas, yeah, I think the exposition stuff was the stuff where I was, like... Zoning out a little bit of like, okay, yeah. this is just a paragraph of describing. I suppose you're right, in show terms, it makes sense that this guy, Henry, is like, he's trusting Joel, so he's going to level with him and tell him this. But in real world terms, if it's like, you know that you're only going to be hanging out with this guy for a day, mm. would you volunteer? You know what I mean? It's like, I kind you of honestly would keep it, it to, you, yeah. to, I, to yourself. It came across more to me like, you know, they'll have a scene sometimes where someone's sitting at a bar and they are able to talk to the stranger because mm. there's no, uh, like, um, uh, what's the fucking word? There's no um, attachment, attachment, accountability. Like, there's oh, yeah. no relation there. there it's right. sure. And I took it all because, like, with Henry describing this stuff here, and I see what you're saying, but it, like, it didn't come across that way to me just because, like, it looked like he, A, that Henry was, like, still punishing himself over having decided to do this because he's like, so, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like the bad guy or whatever mm. he says. Mm. And then he starts playing the um, clicking sound of the pedestrian crosses from Melbourne, Australia mm. after he says, I'm the bad guy. Oh, sure. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> jump onto Google if you didn't get that one and really spend some time figuring out. I think she recorded Billie them in Eilish, Sydney anyway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, yeah, I don't know. It just didn't have that same impact to me because it was two guys sitting around talking mm. and there's not been sport for 20 years. So what are sure. they going to talk about? Yeah, yeah, sure. That plus, They should have like, been really into Ellie and Sam playing soccer. Like, oh yeah, yeah. okay, I'm going for Ellie. I'm team Ellie. Yeah. Just immediately betting <laughs> yeah. with like, oh, I've got six blocks here from the kindergarten. Yes. yes. Q blocks worth more. Because <laughs> the other thing too is like a lot of these people that you're meeting in this show, they have probably not had conversations with many or any other people outside of this these people that they're coming into contact with. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been hiding for a bit, so it also does make sense that you would spill your guts. But I, Yeah, and I kind of Henry, agree. With- Henry's a rat. Henry's he a loves rat. To oh, he loves to talk. Lo- he's ratting on himself. Yeah. Well, I also do think but that, But it like, seemed like an omission almost, you know? Like, yeah, 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 I see that, yeah. I kind of felt like, and the, the thing that I agree with you about the writing, but I was kind of still, I wasn't really thinking about that when I was watching it. I kind of was won over by the performance of like, this guy where he's saying like, yeah, so I'm the bad guy. I kind of, what I was getting from him, I'm like, I don't think you even really think that. I think mm. when you were doing it, you were like, yeah, who gives a fuck? Everything's yeah. bad. I need this medicine. If, you know, if I don't if I don't sell this guy out, someone, like I do think he's just like, the way he carries himself in how he's talking about these things it's generally. It's a little performative. I think he feels guilty now because he's on the run and it's put him in this position with his brother who he's like now has to like protect. Yeah. But I don't think he at the time was like conflicted by it or was like, right. oh, I no. think this is very like performative way of describing this to Joel. Yeah I, yeah. I agree with that. I don't necessarily think that it's performative more than like, 
I think he knows it was bad, but yeah, doesn't care because it's like, well, it, I didn't have a choice. Yeah. I'm protecting right. Sam. And it is a reflection of what's going on with Kathleen because we now go to her. She's in mm. like her old childhood bedroom. We find out the leader of the resistance. We, or we found it out was her brother. Yes. Michael. Michael. I believe. Yep. Um, everyone loved him. He was a leader of the resistance. He was kind to her when they were kids. Yeah. Everyone fucking loved this dude. Yep. Best dude in the world. He was, he was beautiful. Unlike me is what she <laughs> says, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we talk. Guys, does this have to be in the script? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. he asked me to do this. Yeah. She's a friend of Craig Mazin and he, like, personally right. asked her to do it and, like, begged her, was like, you'd be so good for it. Please read the script, no pressure. And then she says, yes. And then it's like she gets on stage. I'm not beautiful. What the fuck's this? Wow. Fuck you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if, to be fair, if she as an actor did not understand that the, the dialogue was talking about her internally, <laughs> then she probably <laughs> has bigger problems. I don't know. To actors about. are all pretty dumb. I'm not casting aspersions specifically. <laughs> but so, um, yeah, like she's doing heinous shit because out of love for her brother. And Henry was capable of that too. And right. that's what well, Joel's capable And he said when he was, she says when he was arrested. And she visited him. He was like, forget, like she didn't want him to right. be. She, he didn't want her to be doing this. Yeah. He was like, forgive, don't, you know, don't go crazy and start executing people in the streets. Just promise me that. Yeah. I know you're no spring chicken. You're not beautiful. <laughs> We've all said that all the time, your whole life. But yeah, I think I thought I got from this scene specifically that she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm an ugly person on the inside. I was never going to uphold that promise. Yeah. I am a sociopath or I don't have the warmth and the love and the positivity maybe or the optimism that this guy had, which inspired a revolution. But I have the thing inside you where you execute people who do you wrong and stop people from doing more wrong. Mm. So I forget his name. I think it's Perry. The yeah, guy with the, the character. Beard. Yeah, yeah. Um, he points out to her like, yeah, hey, look, I loved your brother and we followed him and everything and he didn't change anything. Right. And then you... It does seem you, like he was he mm. was killed and then the revolution Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. replaced him and you did change things. You got shit yeah. done. So, you know, you need people who are going to do Bad bitches shit. get shit done. Yeah, by that's, the way... That's the bumper sticker. Do you guys think these two be fucking? <laughs> that's the vibe I was getting. What? Yeah. No, I, I not, did not even at all. all. I was getting no. a vibe. I was no. getting a vibe. No. <laughs> I think you could... <laughs> <laughs> lie down on a flat table and be like, wow, this thing's shaking heavily. <laughs> They're not even, no vibe at no, all. No, very yeah. much like Generalissimo and uh, first hand, first right hand man kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They were Sexy st- stuff. <laughs> they were standing next to a bed. Maybe that's what yeah, caused it. Yeah, true. maybe it was the child's bed that threw me <laughs> off. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't get any. No, not hint all of that. tension is sexual. Mm. I, I, I took it as like. Yeah, they, they, I, he explicitly says you'd need to be a fuckhead right. to do things. That is, yep, yeah. <laughs> so, and it, and it makes sense. And, like, it applies to Joel yes. in the same way. Yes. Like, He's most effective when he is shut off his emotions. He can just execute people because right. he, he is looking out for someone who he considers to be more important mm-hmm. than the life of that other person. But if you're the sort of person in this world who takes all lives to be you know, the same. All lives matter is what you're saying. I'm deliberately avoiding that <laughs> phrase. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know what I mean? I like the way that the, the two characters reflect each other of, 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 of Henry and um, of Kathleen yeah. here and how that applies, again, like how Bill and Frank did to Joel. Yes. And lessons to take about decisions 
he makes about priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think this show is doing that well of having, like, individual characters be interesting to me in their own right, but then also having some different facet of, like, love and revenge and shit to, to um, highlight. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like that. I like that sort of shit. Okay. Well, you're in luck, my friend. <laughs> that's the sort of shit I get that's, into. I believe that's the sort of show this is. You know the other sort of shit I like? Mm. Action. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, we get our longest sort of action sequence here as uh, uh, Henry and Sam and Joel and Ellie exit the, the, the tunnels. Yes. Yep. They're creeping through the streets. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden... Pew. A, certain, a, a naughty little sniper. Yeah. Oh, what a little scamp. Pew. Um, Just would have thought, there's no point me sitting up here all night. I'm not going to see anyone. <laughs> right. Well, I'll be goddamned. He does. Like when we off. when we see him in a minute, he has the vibe of someone who's had to put his pants back on to start shooting the gun. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was. So they're they're in this town that they reckon there's no one around. Sniper starts shooting at them. They take cover behind a car. They're not far from the city either. They're uh, no. just around the corner, basically. It's like they when they drew the grid before. It's basically right on the outside. Yes. Of. Other side of a highway sort of thing. Yeah. It's the Henry, suburbs surrounding the city. Henry again, no honour. The minute they're getting shot at, yeah. he's out of there. All right, Sam, let's run away from It's so people. funny too because like they've been shot at, like there's been maybe three shots so mm-hmm. far. Then he's like, fuck this. Me and Sam are going. One more shot. That's enough to convince oh, no. him to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't stop. I thought he wouldn't be shooting at that. But yeah, so Joel is like, this guy's aim fucking sucks. Yeah, I can yeah. duck and weave my way up there and get him. You guys wait here and I'll, I'll go deal with it. Which he does. Yep. Effectively, mm-hmm. the guy refuses to yield yeah. when Joel shows Which, up. Look, he's looked like a bit of an old fella. Uh, you got, you want to die a warrior's death. Yeah. That's fair enough. A yeah. warrior's death, losing a war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, unfortunately, there is a live radio right next to the body. So it and it does seem because this place it's playing is playing the so hottest one hundred, <laughs> and it's the worst one yet. Yep, it's pretty fly for a white guy coming in at number one. <laughs> Damn, they're oh. playing the one from ten years ago. Still, <laughs> like, see, who would have won the hottest one hundred in two thousand three? Who's a lot like Jet? Uh, was that the year Augie March won, or is uh, it? Oh, might be. That sounds right. One crowded hour. I'll look it up. Well, we're about well, to have one crowded fucking what, street exactly. here because this guy's <laughs> one crowded subway tunnel. <laughs> yes, this guy's radio. He's not just like an outside suburb survivor type guy, which is what it kind of yeah yeah. Like. A straggler just decided not to leave. It's uh yeah. He's already he's called on the in. payroll. Yeah, and they're and, on their uh, way. Yep, Joel. This nice moment where he's like, "Please don't do it. Don't make me do it." Don't make me go psycho. <laughs> don't make me do the thing I kind of enjoy doing. You're not going to like me when I'm angry. So yeah. please don't make me do my favourite thing. <laughs> uh, he goes for the rifle and then boom. Oh, boom. Sayonara, Father Time. <laughs> you dead. And uh, yeah, Kathleen and shit are on their way. He's radioed in. Hey, I've got Henry and shit. And they did say earlier in the episode, we've set up a perimeter. Yes. We'll get him yes. when he leaves. So like, I don't think we need to actively hunt for him. We've got other priorities. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that perimeter's real. And that fucking truck with run written on it. Yeah. <laughs> it shows up. And yeah. I guess wasn't kidding. And Joel is like, oh, maybe I should yell that out. And so he starts yelling run. I loved... Um, 
it was quite scary, that thing. Like, hearing yeah. someone yell run from a distance, yeah. spooky as shit. Yeah. yeah. And the Mad Max truck comes barreling through. Yeah, yeah. the guitarist's right up front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and we get, like, this long action scene of, like, the car's barreling through and Joel's sniping and he hits the car and it explodes and yep. they're all running. Yep. And Henry and Sam and Ellie are, are trying to scrabble away. Mm-hmm. Ellie's kind of shooting behind her as she runs. Wasting bullets. That's Wasting all I bullets. can think. You're not going to bloody get them. And then, uh, yeah, Joel manages to, to uh, he takes out Quentin, yep. who's behind the wheel of this <laughs> big truck, smashes into a, uh, smashes into the front of a house. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, all these, all these resistance people, they turn up. They've, there's a lot of them. There's, there's a, a lot of them. They're well armed. Yeah. It's, ter- it's terrifying. There's a ton of these fuckers. They're going to need a really specifically timed miracle to yeah. get out of this scrape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, Henry and Sam and Ellie are crouched behind a car. Um, they're walking up the street and Kathleen's like, just come out, let's fucking end this, please. And uh, Henry looks over to Ellie and is like, please take Sam and run when I do this. Well, first he's like, let the kids go. And she's like, yeah. nah. No. Nah. <laughs> it's too late for it's that. It's too late for that. Kids die all the time, brother. Yeah. Your kid there's isn't no more There's no magical important. cure for leukemia. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so There's no magical cures for anything in this world. And uh, she has like a very strangely lofty thing of like, you fucked with fate. Mm. Yeah. You made a very anime thing yeah. to say. Yeah. Like, hey, Henry, magic happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My other car's a Ferrari, Henry. Well, we don't see it, but that's on the back of the big truck with yeah. run written on the cattle yeah. catcher yeah. at the front. Honk if you're horny. <laughs> um, Triple R. And she's. <laughs> X18V73. Bumper sticker, Adam. Yeah, every car has them. It's the most popular bumper sticker. <laughs> um, but yeah, Henry gets uh, up and is. I guess it's an uh, it's a bumper sticker for the TV show Letters and Numbers. As he's oh, been yeah. saying. Yeah. Henry is, you know, willing to do anything to try and defend Sam. So yep. he gets up and he's got his hands up and yeah, this is when she says, like, I'm gonna kill kids. It doesn't you know, yeah, yeah. this is gonna happen. This yeah. is I'm you know, I guess I'm sorry. It's whatever. an eye for an eye. Kills kids killed because of things that you did. Yeah. This is just what's I mean. happening. And the the I I can't remember the other time it was. This show has done it a couple of times now. The bit the big Deus Ex Machina. The, or just if you'd have just timed it a little differently, it wouldn't seem as last second swooping in. Yeah, yeah. But the truck, the ground rumbles. There's a bit of a vibe for real this time. Yeah. Uh, and falls down. That truck she fucks is, the ground. She's milliseconds away from she's pulling got the, the trigger. Gun up. Yeah. And then a slight sound makes her go. Now hang on a minute. It's like. <laughs> Pull the trigger. Yeah. What could this sound possibly yeah. do to make you change your mind about killing this man who you've been hunting for a fortnight? I yeah. always have a little issue with, yeah, this style of timing. Yeah. Being distracted by something that's, yeah, if you're this locked in, and just, like, there's that's, nothing that's there not that's going to change your mind. But, like, even being distracted, if it had happened while she was in the middle of saying something, right? Mm, even sure. then, different. Because Gun already drawn. Yeah, end of the conversation, like waiting for the next actor to come on stage. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But whatever. I agree. But also, you know, it's theatrical. It's like you got to have the stakes of the gun being pointed at like. And at least we did have the setup for this 
phenomena. Yeah. You know, we saw the, yep. the pulsating uh, crater the other week. The sinkhole thing. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's so small. And like, if you take the same argument too far, you're like, why is there music playing here? There's no orchestra nearby. <laughs> right. Like, I And do- I did, this is pretty over the top, but it also, it does make sense. Even just like, you know, of course we've heard the description earlier about Fedra pushed them all yep. underground, but yep. no, no, they're gone. They're not, but it's But like, it makes sense if they pushed them out from under the city that they'd be under the yeah, suburbs. Exactly. Too. Yeah. yeah. And also yeah. just even that it's like, that makes sense as like early days, like that being a solution. It's like, let's get them all underground and then seal off the access. And yeah. then we'll have a great protected city yeah, where we don't have to worry fine. about the infected. Yeah, yeah, it, all, yeah. It, all, it all tracks. Yeah, absolutely. It's literally just that timing, but that's like a filmic thing that like plenty of things do and if you're sucked in, then yeah. you might not. Well, yeah, and I think it, it did strike me as a little silly and then the whole sequence was... It's like it's so over the top, and it was cool. And there, it ends with that great like smash cut, the like really fucked up sort of like you know Hieronymus Bosch painting hell on earth. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I, I, it was another thing of like when I'd already been a bit like, um, taken out of the episode by some clunky writing. I was like, oh, oh yeah, this is it doesn't feel the most. It's, subtle or, yeah. or like realistic. This is like the most video gamey that the show has felt. Yeah, yeah. Which a isn't a problem. section, yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't a problem for a video game or a video game adaptation. But the show hasn't really been doing much video gamey stuff and so I, far. I yes. didn't really have a problem with the episode up to this point at all. I was really into it. And the sniper bit I thought was fine. Like action is action in a show too and I liked it. And then just that one little timing moment sort of bothered me most of this like next action sequence i thought was cool yeah with them scrabbling around and all of that the one thing that i thought was really weird is there's this big one yeah and he comes up and he's like an urukai yes from fucking lord of the rings and doesn't seem to have the urge necessarily and maybe this will lean into it or, or play into some description of what these things are later on or something but he seems to actively decide to rip apart a guy and then walk around and fight yeah rather than eat spread the rather than be the mushroom yeah, yeah. no you're right yeah good point because that's that's that is the justification for why these zombies act like zombies. Yeah, it's right. The, it's the mushroom trying to like find more places to live. I yes. found that odd that, yeah, one of these suddenly seemed to be intelligent from right. the way that the thing was moving around. Yeah. Intelligent and violent for fighting's sake rather than <laughs> right. for spreading's sake is how that one big one came across. To yeah. Me. But I liked the creepy one in the car. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that was fucked up. That was cool. I honestly reckon that might be the same girl from the Sia videos. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be surprised if that's that, what work she's getting. She's back. I haven't looked Finally. it up. You don't see her face. True. Yeah. Fuck. Um, I'll look up the. Oh, do we want to before we get to the conclusion? Do you want to know what came uh, number one uh, in the hottest one hundred of two thousand and three? Oh, yes. sure. Uh, it was bit of a uh, a um, anticlimax. It was Jet. Are you going to be my girl? Okay. Ah, I thought um, so. Hey, ya uh, was number two. Yeah. Seven Nation Army number three. On my mind by Powderfinger number four and Clocks by Coldplay number five. Okay. A, a banger year in that my opinion. <laughs> not bad. Hey, if you're going to go out, yeah. not a bad time to yeah. duck. Uh, so yeah, we get like a. a Pretty hectic action scene in the in the light of this fire burning in the house. Yep, uh, the whole squad gets uh, annihilated. Yeah, people still think Chris Martin's cool in this world. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Clocks, yeah, Clocks is like peak second album. Like yeah. that's the peak. Yeah, I don't think he's even met Gwyneth Paltrow yet. 
Wow. He hasn't become like an insufferable dude. <laughs> yeah, and even if he had of, it's pre-gloop Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, so people yeah, haven't yeah. turned. Oh, the, she's from Shallow Hell. I love yeah. that movie. <laughs> she was in Seven. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, we get like... Uh, uh, I, th- I thought a decent action scene other than those like one couple of things that like I don't want to focus too much on because I don't think they're like Which, that yeah. big of a deal. They only stick out because the show to this point hasn't really done anything too much compared with mm. like this. Mm. The interpretation of like an action scene that they did of like it being pretty brief and pretty brutal yeah. in the yeah. last episode. I think that's what yeah, what struck me as well that it it it's a bit it's less gritty, it's less uh it's less realistic, it's less grounded. Um, but it's, it's still like entertaining and and well executed, but it's like Oh, well, you've made a choice to be a bit more cinematic than docudrama. And I suppose yeah. it is not dissimilar at all to the stuff from the first episode. Right. When, mm, when yeah. like, the outbreak is happening. So j- when you get a lot of them, there's a fucking ton of them there. Yeah, and it looks fucking insane. It looks <laughs> crazy. they're all zombies. And they look unbeatable, too. Yeah. I, I yeah. do like that. Like, you can see with these, like... 30 or 40 who have come out of the ground here against like this massively armed group of people with these huge trucks and automatic weapons and yeah. all that. It doesn't look ridiculous that they just fucking swamp them. Totally. The There's nothing guy, you like, can do. like giving the speech to uh, Kathleen where he's like, Ron, you know, you need to get out of here and really seems like he's going to do everything he can to protect her and then gets his head ripped off within about eight seconds. Yeah. That was fucking sick. I this, love that bit. This is literally speculation and no spoilers for anything. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that big one seeming to have some sort of autonomy is action stuff or mm. relevant. Yeah, I don't mm. know. I don't know. That really stuck out to me for whatever reason. It reminded me of how they act in the game. Um, yeah. But that's a game. <laughs> I, so. Yeah, I never really thought about it as much in that because, like, yeah, exactly. It's such yeah. a game thing to have your head pulled off. Yeah, I would think if they're including it at this point, they'll yeah, they'll they'll be more to it. Mm. Doesn't seem like the kind of thing they would chuck in. You know, they had that reference to it in episode two. Yes. Because you also, if you're thinking about it from like, well, let's keep it consistent. He can rip the head off and then bite into the neck or whatever. Like, yeah, mm. there's ways of doing the. I don't know. Or maybe he's reacting to being shot by bullets. Yeah. Or you'd like they're frenzied. You know, there's too many people around to eat. He's yeah. frenzied. Maybe it's the noise, up. and they just go flip out when there's that much fucking noise yeah. and need to fucking end it. I mean, yeah. this is like an evolution where he's like so far beyond mutated from just mm. the original yeah. kind of version. So it it does make sense that the the brain chemistry would change a mm. fair bit if it's, it's like been worked over several times. The fact that like the infected in The Last of Us evolve in a very similar way to Pokemon. Yeah. Where like first they're small, then they get a bit bigger, but also yeah. like quite kind of thinner, but then they get buff. Oh yeah. yeah. Um and then yeah, Kathleen sort of catches uh, all of them as they run into the house with Joel and stuff and has a brief moment of like, fuck you, I still want to get you, yeah. but gets leapt on by a clicker. Yep. And they see it coming from behind and they're like, well, yeah. we don't need to do anything here. Yeah. This is nice for us because we can save a bit of ammo. And <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the show. Yeah. Nice moment too of Ellie rescuing Henry and Sam from under a car. Yes. They're being besieged by infected. She leaps in and she's got a little knife. The yeah. infected are scrabbling at their feet. Yeah. They're trying they to kick them away. Yeah. The normal ones are going for them. Yeah. But um, she shivs them up yeah. big time. Big um, style. <laughs> and yeah, then we sort of smash cut to them at like a little sort of motel or something yeah. just outside of the city. Very peaceful. Oh, nice. Kind of. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> In-house movies. Yeah. <laughs> 
Now, don't buy any of the porn. It's very yeah. expensive. Just watch Phone Booth. Yes. <laughs> um, and Joel, or in Bruges. They'll probably be... They'll have to watch a literal Phone Booth because there's no TV there, Tommy. Oh, yeah, it's sure. In the, it's in the mm. apocalypse. Joel and Henry have a little discussion about, like... Joel says that at least all of this is easier for kids. And yeah. Henry's like, fuck do you mean? Yeah. This is crazy shit for kids too. But he's like, they don't have... Like responsibility to anybody else, they don't have someone relying on them, mm. uh, is what he says. And then sort of offers Sam, uh, offers Henry, sorry, the um, the opportunity to come to Wyoming with them yeah. if he wants. Because Ellie sort of mentioned that's where they were going earlier, yes. and Joel shot her a fucking. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah which I Look. agree. Even if you're friendly with these people, don't tell them your entire plan. Mm. See, I'm an open book. I'm out there giving exposition of my backstory all the time. So, <laughs> like, that's why it doesn't strike me as weird because I'm out there info dumping. Weirdly, you you are not at all. <laughs> I'll say a bunch of stuff, though, to fill the silence. <laughs> that's, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's the same to me. She um, does make the good point, though, that the state can fit two more people in it. That almost did fair, win though, the over, yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't know that. She's yeah. seen the map. It might be, yeah, but they might get there, and it's like Wyoming's literally shoulder to shoulder. Oh, and yeah, they're like, look, yeah. we've done the maths. I reckon we could cram two more people in here. But and literally, that's it. Yeah, whatever. Crowd surf. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Joel, Joel, and Henry palling up, trust each other a bit more. They've yeah. seen each other in testing situations, and it has been shown clearly that they can do it. I, also, during that sort of action bit, it's worth pointing out that like while Joel is in the house sort of sniping at everybody and trying to help from there mm-hmm. and Ellie is running around, it makes point of kind of showing this like communication between the two yeah, of like right. kind of glances at each other being like, okay, I get what you're about to do. I will cover you for that. Yep. Um, which I, really I thought that. was cool. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Like as she sprints to a different place to try and help, he's yeah. like, all right, like- yep. Yeah, um, but so yeah, in the motel, uh, 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 Ellie and Sam are in the other room, sort of looking at the comics and stuff, and then start having a discussion with um, Sam's little board that we haven't mentioned, yeah. the little sort of etch a sketchy type of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. about like he says, a- if you turn in, they're going back and forth. Oh yeah, do you, do you get, get scared? scared? And yeah. she tries yeah. to play it off as a joke about scorpions, and then realizes like. Okay, you want to actually talk. Right. Yep. Yeah. Of course I'm scared all of the time. This fucking sucks. Yep. And then he says, uh, if you turn into a monster, are you still you mm. underneath? And then she goes, what's that got to do with it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And yeah. And then he pulls, up his, he pulls up his little pants. Yep. And on he's the ankle he's got a little. Got. He, he, Lo and he, behold. He's been chomped. And so then Ellie makes a crazy decision here. Yep. To tell him, oh, well, my blood's medicine. Mm. And as we've established in this episode, medicine is extremely effective. That's right. So, hey, I'm, you've already had one miracle cure, kid. You're about yeah. to have another. So don't feel too down. Ellie has shown a couple of times how she is a reckless kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, this is his wish from the Make a Wish Foundation is to not oh, be okay. a zombie anymore. Right. Well, they can't do all of them, unfortunately. <laughs> so, like, do you want to meet John Cena? Or so, yeah. She cuts her hand and and smears some blood on it. Mm. Oh, yucky! And then 
tries to wait up until morning with him, but, you know, can't do it. Yep. They've had a big fucking gunfight. Mm. She's tired. Oh, but look, he's up early. Nice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and he's looking out the window into the sunshine. Yeah. Hey, win the morning, win the day. Yeah. Early bird gets the brains. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's... He's he's gone. He's he gone. turned. He's angry. He's he, she walks over to him thinking he's just sitting up, you know, watching that watching that beautiful morning sunrise. Yeah. And he uh, he turns mm. and he's turned. Wow. Yeah. That's so well said. I thought that was so poetic. How it's great. That? It's yeah. The way that things mirror each other in this show <laughs> is really fantastic. Mirrors like a knife in this show. So yeah, they um, he leaps on her and starts attacking her. They burst through the the door into the other room, waking up uh, Joel and Henry. Yep. A real and tussle, sh- a real like cartoon fight style. Oh, it's like yeah, moving slowly, like yeah. fists and legs flying out of it. And uh, it all happens really quickly. They're kind of like all scrabbling around and just woken up. Uh, Henry, Henry grabs the big fucking revolver. Henry's got it quickly, points it at Joel. Yeah, because Joel like points, I guess, another gun at or like is going or just for knows Sam. That he's gonna do yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, gives him like a back off point. Yep. But then also very quickly. Manages to shoot Sam square in the head. Yeah, and which do you think that's? Do you think that's a moment of him going like, in the first instance, he's like, "You're not killing my son, you know, my brother. We're gonna work this out. Mm. It's, it's all gonna be okay." And then in the moment, he realizes what he has to do, and it's a bit more like, if it's if it's gonna be anyone, it's it should be me. Right, it's, it's gonna be me. Like, I it almost looks like it's just all happening. Instinctively, yeah, yeah, I didn't. For him. Yeah, I didn't read too much of a thought process. Uh, exactly, there, it's yeah. like first instinct, protect my brother, and like as Joel moves for Sammy, shoots at the floor to yeah, like let him know. Yeah. But Dance. like, it's <laughs> it's all happening so fucking quick that they just like he he doesn't even really have time to think about whether he should or shouldn't. It looks like yeah, because also just yes, Sam is attacking Ellie. It's like yeah. oh okay, well I got to stop that. Yeah, and I'm sure that Sam is you know express this same fear to henry of like right. uh, of the but what or even if not it's all sudden and and then like after he's done it he has like this shock of yeah. what he's done yeah. and it's this really fucking tense standoff of like him pointing the gun at joel joel Kind of begging him to give him the gun. Yeah, I yeah. think knowing like, oh, okay, you shouldn't be holding a firearm uh, right now. Yeah, he's in shock here. He's saying, "What have I done? What have I done?" Under his breath, and eventually, and I loved the way they did this. Yeah, turn the gun on himself, but shows Ellie reacting to it and her fucking reaction of like horror mm. and uh, like to this was so well done. Yeah. I really liked how um Bella Ramsey fucking performed that one bit because it was like I knew that was coming. Yeah. 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 But that fucking reaction added some fucking shock to it for mm. me. Mm. You really feel it and it's just so sudden that it fucking turns. Yeah, yeah. They've got these friends Pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But they've got him. Yeah. They're making plans with him. The plan, a bit of a hiccup, but it's they're on the right path. But then a big fucking hiccup. Yeah. And it just happens so quick. And uh, yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then, uh, I'd forgotten specifically what happens with these characters. Right. Uh, so, but I knew... I knew something, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was shocking. It, it it was really effective for me. It's yeah, it it it. You know, maybe we'll talk more about it in the uh, the quarantine zone yes. later on. But um, it was well done, and then they they give them a burial, mm-hmm. 
outside a motel, which is where I want to be oh. when I go to put me next to the ice machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chuck me in the pool. Oh, no, <laughs> Well, that's probably where you'll start anyway. The, we won't even have to move you. <laughs> let the creepy be, crawly eat me up. I want to be underneath the games room, you know, haunting oh, the pool nice. table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah. say that the pool balls fall a little bit more into one pocket <laughs> because there's a bump down the other yes. end of the table. Um, and, you know, Ellie leaves the... Um, little writing pad yep. with I'm sorry written on it. And as she kind of walks away to move on with this journey, Joel is sort of there still looking at it. And to me, it he seemed to have this like horrible kind of realization that that burden of feeling responsible to others that he thought kids didn't have. So it made it easier for them. Oh. Ellie clearly does have that. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And he's not dealing with it well. She has become very like short tempered and sharp with him in this scene. She's like, all right, let's go. Let's Which way is worse? Here. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. She's obviously affected by it. Yeah. And well, he's like, watching her have that moment for potentially the first time as far as sure. he knows. Or sure. maybe that he's underestimated her for this time mm. and that, oh, she, other uh, people other than me and the people I see as similar to me maybe have these senses of responsibility and maybe are able to, not be a fucking cunt about it right. in the same way, you know? But, right. like, at, at the very least, it's, like, this reaction of, oh, shit, this kid's not what I think of as an innocent kid. Yeah. You know, a, yep. an unburdened kid. Yep. Whether that uh, w- is just now the case or, or whether it's been the case since he met her, uh, at, at least now he knows and it uh, doesn't make him feel good. No. It seems, like... Yeah, I think you maybe said it a bit earlier that the progression between them has been quick. Yeah. Um, or, and I've or seen that sort of sentiment. I think maybe just Joel. I don't mind the progression between them specifically. Oh, okay, yeah. But I think his his uh, attitude to the people around him, the world around him, mm. ch- changing a bit. Because it's like, it's been 20 years of him being right. uh, a emotionally closed off hard ass. Yeah. And I don't know that... Yeah, I buy him softening up quite so much so so far, but um, I do buy him softening up to Ellie specifically. Yeah, I think I buy this the that his attitude has been the same to everyone this whole way through, but that his characterization is a little different than from the game. Sure, and sure. And that those two don't mix. Yeah. Maybe, and I think that that is... And it's not a massive change, but I think mm. that is a bit of a change. And so I feel like his show character has been consistent for me in that way. Yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? But that I could see that maybe being an explanation as why it feels maybe a bit not. Or, but also, you know, different interpretations could also be different. There's lots of explanations for everything. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that doesn't has an, have an explanation is why Tommy thought there was a vibe between <laughs> the gun guy just, and her, his boss. I don't boss. know. I, the, way he, the way he talks to her when he's like, You, you haven't worked go. in offices enough, Tommy. <laughs> That's not a sexual vibe. That's just annoying. <laughs> I think, yeah, that just the way he was like, when he's saying to her, you have to, you know, Run, get out of here! Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just, I just loved that. There's like a just whatever that tone is. That I don't know. I, I felt think like it's just he really respects. Her. I thought no, it sure, was, yeah. yeah, just like a yeah. little deferential and very like yeah, just fully believes in her and and um, believes she, yeah, she's the one to be in charge. I think the way that she speaks about herself in that in that scene in the bedroom too where you know she talks about how much she loved her brother and that that he did all this caring stuff for her and she was never like that i think maybe even though she's cold and stuff like that i think maybe other people 
as evidence only through Perry. Yeah. Maybe don't see her that same way that she maybe sees herself. Mm. Too, yeah, you know right. what I mean? That like she is cold and I think you focus on those awful things if you you don't focus on them so much if you're that bad of a person deep down. You know what I mean? Like you can focus on them a lot if you feel right. guilt over them. Right. I don't mm. know if that's really her, but like the I I think that she saw herself as just getting stuff done all the time. But then also she's kind of a dick about it to some people because like the way that when they're driving the cars up mm-hmm. to the the big gunfight um the person at the front's like oh yeah what do we do? There's cars in the road. And she's like, you got a fucking battering ram. Why do you think you're up the front? <laughs> yeah. Like she does have a dickish streak. To that her is too. a dumb question though. To be yeah. fair. That's the, so I think exactly. She's like, these people are fucking stupid. And isn't afraid to say, I don't know. You're right. in a, a really interesting like, character. You've decided to be a part of this group. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I really liked her character for these couple of episodes. Cause it was just, such a difference in not um, pointless ways from right. the typical type of character who would be in that position. Right, right. It was yeah, yeah. There was like a a reason to explore a different version of that. Yeah, leader type. Yeah, like a more common human being. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so um, uh, that really we worked for me. We didn't specifically point out when they said clicker, but yeah, very happy that right. it was Henry. Henry named them when they're up on the. Um, in the tower, in the yeah. you guys tower, saw yeah. a clicker. In the boardroom, yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah. Ellie was like one of those bat ones, bat bat ones that here with clicks. He's like, yeah. oh, a clicker, honey, please. They're called clickers. <laughs> clicker, I barely know her. Oh, it seems if as... they had said that in the show, <laughs> I don't know what would have happened. Could've Ellie been, being I mean, across <laughs> that as a phrase, <laughs> she's yeah. got that fucking joke book. That's true. Oh, She'd true, have been the one true. to do it if anybody. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess I wonder if that was. It's been twenty years. That term could travel around. Yeah. I assume that Joel and Tess didn't know that word. Yeah, yeah. Because of the way they didn't say it, they didn't say it. That they, they came across them a bunch of times. They were trying to describe them to Ellie as yeah. well. Mm. So, but they've travelled a. Actually, I don't know how far they've travelled. No, to Kansas City. <laughs> From one city to another. So, you know, whatever that is in distance. And I mean, they drove for a long way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, that, that was all. That's cool that we have uh, a name of the podcast is in the show Finally now. Finally makes, makes sense. sense. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Over halfway through the series now so, mm, on TV. Nine episodes nine per episodes. season. Mm. Yeah, cool. Uh, I guess a little bit longer between episodes for the next sort of week because it'll be back to... Sunday's America time. Yep. From now, but um, yeah, if you're TV only, we'll see you in another week. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Super Bowl. One of the teams playing off is the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, nice little bit of synchronicity. But they've yes. got one really big guy on their team. <laughs> he can go through people like a battering ram. Um, yeah, if you're TV only, thank yep. you for, for joining uh, us. We'll, we'll see you for Ep6 next week. Yes. Thank you heaps for listening. Tell your friends and all of that. Yep. ClickerIBarelyNoah at gmail.com yes. is an email address you can send stuff through to. Uh, and this is the point to jump out if you don't want spoilers containing spoilers for both games yeah. if you that want, exist. If you want more of us talking about TV and movies and shit, go to patreon.com slash filthycasualspod. Uh, at this point, it basically is the patron Patreon for both Filthy Casuals and this show. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you're dipping out now, you can go listen to something over there. Yeah. 
If you're sticking around... If you're sticking around because you're comfortable with spoilers for both of the Last of Us games that are out. Yep. yep. That's what we're about to do now as we open the big concrete doors <laughs> yes. to the quarantine zone. I thought they'd cleared out all the clickers in here. <laughs> I preferred it when we were living in the sealed section. <laughs> <laughs> Made it feel like a cool, sexy place to live rather than this <laughs> concrete nightmare. Yeah. Um. So, stuff... A few... Changes yeah. from the game here. Sam was not deaf in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that change worked for me for a couple of reasons. I think it sort of helps like establish quicker the close bond that Henry and Sam have yeah. in a way. Yes. Like right away you're like, oh, okay. A family member having to have learnt sign language. Yep. As yeah. a result of this is like, yeah, it is a really easy, impactful way of getting that across. Yeah. yeah. And then also, yeah, that moment of him like of kind of thinking about what it would be like to not have a sense in a survival situation yeah. was, was interesting to think about. Yeah, I I, I, I loved it. I I wasn't sure if it was a change or not, but yeah. it um I didn't remember it from the game at all. And I think it it was a good change for for the tension of the the show, for the the segments with them, it really, yeah, it really worked. Yeah, and yeah, same for me with Kathleen. Not in the show at all. Um, what is in the show? What is in the, I think game? the game? It, it you so there's a bit <laughs> yeah. where you get in the tank and stuff. Yes, um, like you are fighting a tank. You are there are people in that city, and I think possibly that same scenario has taken place where Fedra has been overthrown. Right. It's not as yeah. much of a focus at all. And I think you kind of find out about it more with like fucking spray paint on the walls and that sort of video game type right, stuff. Right. Like that kindergartens in that section of the game too, in the sewers. Underneath. That was familiar. Yeah. But it's just like, you read a couple of letters that tell you a story about, mm. it's like a diary. Someone's keeping of like, well, we've been under here for, I think nine months now and it's crazy. And the kids are getting scared and I don't think, we're going to have enough food and da-da-da. Right. And then you find a room of skeletons or whatever. Oof. None of the sinkhole stuff is in there. Uh, I think there's a sinkhole in the university later. Okay. And a similar oh, thing happens really? where there's a bloater underneath. I don't. They don't come running out like that. I think you yeah. fall into something. Yeah. Oh, isn't there a bit? No, there's a bit where you're in like a hospital. The hospital maybe. And there's, there's like two bloaters underneath. There's some stuff. Yeah, in the second one. That's in the second one, yeah. Is it the second one? Well, that's where like that Rat King one is in um, the second one. And you're also there's a, a fully um uh a destroyed building in the second one where you are with Abby and Lev and basically at the bottom of it it's filled with bloaters. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's similar but there's never like the Gears of War thing of like sinkhole opens and enemies come out. Yeah. I don't yeah. think yeah. that happens in The Last of Us games. No. But the rest of that they're like being up in the attic and the very like narrow road that you're picking people off at. That's almost one for one. That's a thing that you do in the game. There's a part with something like that. I honestly think that might happen during the bill bit. And That's then what like, I thought, yeah. Yeah, there's like, uh, there's similar s- stuff to what they've crammed into yep. one yeah. bit, basically. Like, you're you're fighting through the whole city the whole time. Yeah. And like, there's lots of, and there's a big tank and it's chasing you the whole time. And it's a lot more like Uncharted style type of thing, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I really like the way they've condensed mm. these ideas. Because like, you're getting chased through the tunnels by the clickers and shit in the game. Right. They yes. don't come up from up there. You like, manage to 
get through a door at the last second or sure. whatever. And that's where Sam gets bit. But yeah, replacing all of that um, just video game stuff mm. with backstory, the Kathleen stuff. Um, it's what you got to do that for a TV show. It makes a lot of sense. And it has the exact same action ideas and scenarios mm. kind of, mm. but just crammed down into their like essential oil. Yes. Um, which, yeah, I thought other than some of the cheesiness of like a couple of the, like there's a bit, I forgot to mention where it goes in a slow motion for a oh, second. And yeah. That was, yeah. I thought that uh, like, like some lame choices. Slow motion as really well. Yeah. Odd. You know yeah. what I just assumed that was, was like they had just not shot enough coverage. They yeah. need the, the noise of the big bloater to go for a bit longer. And they were looking at it and they were like, Fuck, we didn't get quite enough yeah. there. It honestly I just really seemed like that. A lot yeah. of the time it's like that's kind of what that stuff is. It's right, just like, that no, badly post-processed slow-mo. But yeah. it looked awful. It, yeah. that, <laughs> it really there did. were some aspects of that action stuff that were a little cheesy mm. and it makes me glad about the decision they've made to really reduce the focus on the action right. Yeah, in right. the series. Um, we have a bunch of emails that are spoilery. Mm. Um, some of them, I think, are even too spoilery. If you you may have played both games, but not some of the DLC stuff, so even that I don't want to maybe spoil. But got a little uh, question here from Lawrence, who says, uh, "Is the show or asks is the show canon? What would what would no. happen in the games if in part three we meet Bill again? You know, he was left alive in the first game, but killed off in the show." Um, do you think the show will influence part three? So we've kind of talked a bit about this off air and yeah. uh, about like the, the part three stuff and, and the way it might be impacted by the show. Um, we've, but yeah. we've speculated, but it turns out uh, like there is definitive answer to this from Craig Mazin, Mazin yep. mm. and Neil Druckmann of them saying specifically, and like this is on the Wikipedia page with a reference that you can go and see the interview that it's from, uh, that they do not want, to the that Neil Druckmann said nothing from the show folds into the game. Yeah, yeah. And they're separate interpretations of the same story. Yep. Each of them is effectively unrelated. Yeah. But just about the same thing. Yep. And Inspired by the same story in his head, but yep. different yeah, different versions. So yeah, nothing Obviously, there's stuff that happens unconsciously that maybe affects something one way or that, you know, like I'm sure the TV Game of Thrones stuff has affected what the books will be and so on. Yeah, Mm. yeah. But like not deliberately in any way. And that the show will not overtake the games. So part three will be a sequel to one. And part three seems like a certainty at this point. Nothing's been right. announced, obviously. Yeah. But the way it's they're talking about it is like... Becoming such a cultural behemoth in a, yeah. as itself. It's like, well, money dictates that we have to make yeah. part three. And, and it's, it's already it, heavily rumoured yeah. to begin with. And I think Craig Mazin knows about it and doesn't have the tight lips that game developers do. Because <laughs> right, yeah. his literal words are that we do not want the show to overtake the game. Right. So right. that means there there's be, another game coming yeah, yeah. that will come out before whatever season uh, deals with part three. Sure. Sure. Um, which will still, which could end up being the case that even then, by the time that game does come out, that's the thing is, it's like it takes them a few years to make these games mm-hmm. and it takes them a few months to make a series. So presumably they make a part three of the games and then if the series is popular enough that it continues beyond that, maybe it does end up being like, okay, the games are done now after part three. We've done yes, everything we can with right. that. But we'll do maybe one more series of extra stuff after right. that. Who yeah. knows? Potentially or like Walking Dead style, like here's the last of Fear the Last of Us. Right. That is a different story in the same world yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, who can say? Mm. But it, this has been... 
wildly successful enough yeah. that you'd imagine it's not going to be. But then the fact that it's HBO also does mean that when they want to end it, they'll end it and do something else. That's true. Because also too, like I feel there was a period when, uh, like the the whole thing of the prequel has been pretty successful in recent years. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking the idea of Better Call Saul was a terrible idea when it was announced and then it right, ended up being right. just as good as the first show. House of the Dragon seems to be in a pretty similar position. So yep. yeah. I could see them doing a, yeah, we go back to the very beginning and it is different characters as this was all kicking off yep. in sure. 2003. You know? yeah. I think people different are part now, of the world do Last of Us UK. Yeah, people are more open to that kind of idea now, I think, in, in it not seeming like just a, a direct catch, cash grab, which of course right. it still sort of is, but like right. I think we're all now a bit more open to like, well, they want to extend it, but they also will tell a good story and we'll get a good series out of it. So, And yeah. we've got at least another couple of years of the show catching up to where the games are too because they said The Last of Us 2 would probably need to be two seasons. Yeah, yep. makes and sense. Totally makes sense. That's So then that's 2025. Yeah. That season three would be airing. Mm-hmm. So 2026 is the earliest The Last of Us Part 3 would need to come out. Yep. Which is super possible. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, I guess this this one could have been in the main show. Uh, Liam points out that we might have missed some specific dialogue, but in episode two, Joel says that he doesn't say that zombies only live a few months. He says that some last a month or two, but others have been walking around for 20 years. That's true. I read this email and then that did jog my memory that, oh yeah, he did specifically say, like usually they die quite quick. Right. Relatively, but also not all the time. So yeah, that explains why, yeah, there's there's some areas where there's a bunch of them just hanging around. Under the ground. Under and the what ground, their relationship yeah. is to sunlight is mm. unclear mm-hmm. because mm. of that too, but... And whether or not they're fucking super smart because of that big one. Like, yeah. it was so... Because I do agree that that sort of... Uh, the bloater was acting video game-like. Yes. yes. But it seemed out of... It seemed odd. It did seem odd. And it, it was a bit more obviously CGI as well, um, which was sure. a shame. Um, but also, I don't know how you do something like that practically. I didn't... I Yeah, that, that didn't... I suppose that part didn't really register with me, you know, like... Yeah. Just um, the fact that he, they all, it seemed like dorks and urukais. Yeah. Sydney wrote in to agree with Tommy about Ellie being uh, way more sort of um, PTSD'd about the Brian situation uh, than maybe Knox and I thought. I think we both maybe thought she was a little bit more um, like, yeah, okay, well, shit happens. Brian was the guy that she um, shot in the back. Shot in the back, yes. Yeah. Um and what else? James. Thank you, Sydney. Oh, and Sydney, that like Sydney and Tommy. Um, that yes. does also make sense for like her reactions to some of the stuff in this episode too. Of like, she looks pretty scared at points yeah. during yeah. that uh, yeah. battle there, and then like when Henry shoots himself. Yes. F- fucking pure traumatic terror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, James. Uh. Uh, wrote in to express uh, that I guess this is in comparison to the games. Yeah, in the game that uh, Joel's progression, uh, yeah, like me, he feels it maybe is a bit rushed. Um, but again, it's a different medium. So you've you've just got to try and, you know, hope that your vision of the pacing is going to play out in a way that yeah. feels realistic. It's funny as well because, like, I wonder if this is maybe to do with how much time they have to reflect it too, that I have felt that, like, Pedro's Joel mm-hmm. is a little lighter 
yeah, than Last of Us Part One, Joel. Definitely, I'm from the beginning. That, yeah, now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I and I guess that would seem jarring if it hadn't been apparent to you earlier yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah like, not so much. He's kind of been like the fucking dinner party they have with um with oh, Bill with and Bill Frank, Frank and yeah. like. He's very quickly like, I can get you some fucking steel. I can do whatever. Like, yeah. you know, he's he's a lot... Um, he's less grumpy. He's not zero grumpy and yeah. he's like capable of shit. But, he is, it yeah. probably is more realistic to be like, no, well, he has light and shade. He's not, a, right. you know. It's a different actor's take on it and it's yeah. like one where you're seeing a human face do it as well rather yes. than a, a CGI face. Yep. So it makes sense Yeah. Um, to me. I, I haven't I haven't noticed it, but I have seen multiple people have the same thing apart from just you guys. Um, like you guys as in you and uh, who is it? James, from? James, me and James, my best mate. <laughs> um, that I have who seen other people saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hadn't uh, thought about why that might be, but yeah, it being like it given be. to an actor, hit <laughs> me. You know, who's like, well, I don't want to play uh, a, a one note character. Yeah, you know, so. I can see that, and maybe not seeing it in him in the same way, and yeah, like coming, yeah, exactly, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, what yeah. else is that? Us for correspondence? I believe that's it. I think for that's everything that we can uh, get so into. Maybe yeah. us for spoilers too. Any other? I think we're done. Yeah, there's not much to. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah, we've been talking a lot about what we feel like every time we get into the spoiler chat. It's like, what are they going to do for the next season? Yeah. How are they going to handle the second game? Right. But uh, yeah, we don't I know. Mean, <laughs> it's nice to have a little bit more. I'm glad I read that thing during the week of like, oh cool, yeah, they, yeah, they know what they're doing. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's good. not a question mark, yeah, anymore. But we were saying off air, we can kind of see a bit of like a roadmap of what the next four episodes are probably going right. to be dealing with. There's so. sections from yeah, having recently played that game again mm, that yeah. like it breaks up pretty neatly into, into four quarters. Yeah, mm. so yeah, we're getting we're getting down to the. Getting down to the business end. Yeah. I'm super, super looking forward to seeing people's responses to the ending. Me yeah. too. I love the ending of The Last of Us 1. Yep. I thought it was so fucking good. I'm also looking forward to seeing specifically how they do it. Yeah. yeah. Like how they handle it. Because yeah. I, I do think, I don't think they're going to change it, but I do think there is going to be something a little, yeah, They. I think they're going to maybe come at it from a slightly different direction there's a couple of things already that they've added in where like him killing marlene will be Mm. more significant to ellie with the more relationship we've seen ellie and marlene yep have from the past um not that she knows there at the end yeah yeah not that she knows straight away that he killed marlene but it's a you know it'll be obvious in the same way that she kind of is aware that he's lying but almost like swallowing it and whatever i can't wait to see them fucking perform that scene yeah um, I'm so curious to see the public response. Yeah. yeah. You know? I can't wait to see the giraffe. <laughs> Man. <laughs> they'll have fucking... Gi- oh, imagine if they change that to a rhino or something. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Or just like a cat. A horse. Yeah. <laughs> wow, a cat. Wow, that's so beautiful. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. I guess, yeah, you couldn't get giraffes during lockdown. Yeah, this was yeah. Man. All right. They'll be CG giraffes, obviously. So I reckon we could get a real giraffe in there. Yeah, I reckon. I, I guess, reckon. I guess if you film it in a zoo and then CGI around it, this could be the start of like. Remember, there was that one fucking monkey that was in every like. Oh, it was an yeah. Ace Ventura every nineties. George of the Jungle. Mm. Yeah, it was like this one. What if we get a new breakout giraffe? Oh, yeah, from yeah. This? 
He can play Healthy Harold in the Healthy oh. Harold biopic. <laughs> we need someone. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm so excited to see. I'm excited to see the bit with. I forget the name of um, the cannibal guy. David, yeah. right? David, that's yeah. it. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah that's going to be like, great. Because yeah. that's such a significant moment in turning Ellie and Joel's thing yep. to and like Ellie's character and just fucking there's so much good shit to come. Tommy's yeah. back. Tommy's going to be back. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's like at least one great scene in my memory from every portion of what they're going to show for the four remaining episodes here. So yeah. Um, can't wait to see those adapted. Yeah. And to, um, Talk about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun. Thanks, um, everyone. Yeah, thanks for listening. Like we said, uh, email clicker, I barely know her at gmail.com. Loving all the correspondence. There's been uh, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's been really, really nice. Has. It's great. Yeah, to, to re emphasize as well, we read them all and just like, you know, only want to spend a bit of time on it on the episodes, but yes. we're, we're reading everything there. We are, and we're responding to some of it too. Um, uh, yeah, Instagram, and like I mentioned before, the Patreon for uh, for both, uh, well, for I guess everything we do mm. as threes. We also do Hollywood Phonies, uh, a semi-regular seasonal podcast where we improvise movie plots. Yep. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.